Don't worry, guys. I can handle notes. I've got, like, every name written down. Uh, Kibli and Krar and Mikorak and Webby and also Roran have all arrived with this Pathfinder um, in front of this cave. The Pathfinder has just expressed some concern to you that usually this cave is only but like three days hike. You guys didn't hike for more than an hour and a half. Webby, Korak, and Kibli, you guys all, you feel something in the air. Uh, it feels wrong, like the forest is folded in on itself. So the wild magic of the forest. Yeah, it, it's extremely raw, um, unbridled magic is um, happening right now. Looking at this cave, this is like, what, a few days to get it open again, or? Maybe without magic. Webby cast fireball. Yeah, you, you blow open the mouth of this cave. Uh, you guys hear a stirring, and you turn around and you see a dragonborn fighter-type looking dude stroll out of the forest uh, behind you. Do they look, like, <laughs> aggressive or anything? He's like a dragonborn cube. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> unit. Um, I guess I would just, I would just probably call out to, to the approaching dragonborn and just say, Hey, what's up? So I've been, uh, investigating some things, and I was just in... That town with the long name. Oh, God, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just in the Mushroom Kingdom. A certain group of mages that have been kind of fucking stuff up, maybe? <laughs> what kind of reports? I mean, the forest is known for having really strange magic. Was there like necromancy or something else possibly very large explosions the name the name that would come to the tip of your lips currently would be garrett klein i'm actually trying to figure out somewhat of a murder going on uh one of my comrades um one of their close friends uh happened to be murdered and I was tasked with that investigation, and ultimately that brought me here. And would Garrett Klein help with the investigation, or...? Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> you look pretty, uh, pretty, uh, intimidating. I'll be up front with you, and you look like you're all about business here. Uh, we bumped into old Garrett two months back. We took him up to, uh, uh, Edgemire, and he got apprehended by some of the college's authority, and we kind of forgot about him. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's up in Edgemire. What's your name, Copperscale? Uh, I go by Ignis. Where do you hail from, Ignis? Perilanda. He's from your guys' stomping grounds, for sure. Cool. Well, Mr. Ignis, I believe we'll have business soon in Edgemire. Um, we could possibly take you into the college and see if you could question Garrett Klein um, once our business is done here. You guys feel like you're being watched and you look up into the tree branches uh, and you see a, an owl. There's an owl sitting in the tree branches staring at you guys really intently. I, I run and I climb up the tree towards the owl. Croc, no, 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 croc! I still might have room for another bird. I caught like five seagulls on galley. <laughs> uh, it's not a wild shape, but it is. Um, you recognize it as a, a, a transmutation spell. I, I am trying to <laughs> grab Krar. What, what does this owl do? Well, he flies over to the mouth of the cave, and uh, he just takes a dump. Can I make a dexterity saving throw on that dump? But after he takes a dump, he uh, 
that just passes out and falls onto Aaron. As soon as the owl passes out, um, it transforms back into a high elf, like wearing a loincloth, and he looks rough, dude. So you watch Landis, fa like face plant. <laughs> into the ground in front of you. <laughs> Mr. Webby's like panicking. Kibley just throws his arms up in the air. I'm done. Car, we're going in the cave. You see a giant ape come running out of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> giant ape? I told you this is, the, this is the craziest opening. I wanted to roll medicine on on, uh, on Landis here, but I'm, I guess I'm staring at the ape. <laughs> Uh, the ape runs up to Korak and hugs him. Kibli just looks at Kar and he's like, And I fucking thought you were a stranger, Kar. Bigness is just gonna like Homer Simpson back into a bush. As an ape, I say to Korak, I missed you. I just showed up in some room feeling alone and trapped. So I thought giant ape would be better than a, a caster. <laughs> then I walk out, I heard an explosion. I came out and here all you guys are. Is, is anyone helping Landis? Because he's still like laying face down. Mr. Webby just starts poking Landis Sick. very nervously. Landis, I guess, would sit up. He just, he looks haggard. The last time that uh, Korak and Webby and Gob saw Landis was at that city of Bayshire when you guys were investigating the missing children. So it's been like two yeah. years. Is this what they mean by a circus? No, this is what they mean by a dumpster fire. Multi-shoulder shrug. So Gob, what do you remember last before, I mean, by the way, you're in the middle of Skald Forest. Uh... Yeah, I was hanging out with Malachi, helping him move. He taught me how to teleport. So I figured I'd come join you guys. I tried to teleport and ended up in a room. It was just it was just a cave, like it wasn't like a like a No, it looked like some um something happened there. I remember some stakes in the ground almost like a where a fireplace, but I don't remember any you know, it hasn't been a fire there in a long time. And a lot of ash. As he's describing this Korak hmm. and Webby, these memories sort of resurface for you. You guys were grabbed by a couple of necromancer-looking dude mm -hmm. when you first entered this cave way back when. Marcus popped in and surprised them. You guys were able to get out of your binds, and you ended up disintegrating three of them. That's and, right, okay. And then capturing... I don't know about you guys, but I definitely feel like I'm being watched. Like, I don't think we're alone in there. Of course we're not alone. We have each other. You guys can tell that the way this thing is carved uh, is not with, like, regular physical tools, but definitely with some kind of spell, um, specifically probably a disintegration ray. Because there's only one, like, root in this cave so far. It's just going straight back. Uh, there is a paw print in the, some of, like, the kind of settled silt on the floor. Um, and Webby recognizes it as a direwolf paw print. Korak would call it the Kibli. Do you know uh, what Ixus is? Oh, well, from what my father told me, she is a powerful magic user, and that's all the information he gave me. Korak would point at the prince and just nod his head. I'm gonna roll inside on uh, Korak there. No matter what you roll, you're gonna find out he's a jackass. Your father told you about a elven woman, and Korak's pointing at these paw prints, and you piece together that he's saying, like, these paw prints are Ixus. Uh, and then you remember that your dad had mentioned something about her talking about a druidic clan that she had met when she was very young. You guys actually come up to a junction there's a couple like little cots and things strewn around, but mostly you guys notice the dead goblin bodies. You come to a point, like there's another junction, um, except that it splits both to your left and to your right. And since Webby's on the ceiling, you also notice it goes up. 
Okay. This path on the ceiling, is it like straight up or is it like, it's like perpendicular once you gear up there? No, it, it, it goes like straight up for a little while. <laughs> How big around is it? Um, it's mm, big enough for a certain size creature to <laughs> up say what, uh... Looks like the wolf tracks lead to the right. Clicks excitedly. Oh, that's a bit disturbing. I'll have to get used to that. Uh, Korak would just say, you don't. Duly noted. <laughs> Duly noted. Okay. Um, so you guys go to the right-hand path. Yes. Correct? That's okay. the one where you said the path, the tracks yeah. are going, yeah? Yeah. Right okay, path so you, you walk for a little while longer. Um, you come up on uh, another destructoed group of goblins um, that look like maybe they had been on a like scouting party into huh? the into the cave just kind of looking over just kind of looking over the bodies huh surprised they made it they made it this far yep more gobbos <laughs> every time you say gobbies i just think of like a tiny a bunch of tiny little gobs running around <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could do that. <laughs> I searched the goblins for any like notes or papers or anything like that. I'll look for and again, do they look like they were killed by a wolf or something? Oh yeah, they're torn up. Okay. They're torn up something fierce. Or any, any like fresher, emblems any on fresher, their clothes these, or... any fresher blood or anything? Yeah, these ones are a little bit more fresh than the ones they're still pretty old, they're still starting to decay. Um, but they're they're more fresh than the ones that you found way back when. Ooh. Okay. Um, so it'd be an investigation, looking for like yeah. ideas sometime. Okay. Well, the twelve for that, but. Um. Uh, well, you see, you see that they have like patches and things sewn onto their shirts. Um, but they don't look like anything official. Uh, it looks like maybe they've taken patches from like people that they've killed. Um, you actually see there's a patch of the Master's Point army is sewn on, like like hastily sewn onto its shirt, as well as a Farinfear patch. Um... <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there, but it sounds crazy. To this day, the joke. goblin death scream still echo. Webby is able to realize that um, it looks like these wolf tracks aren't just going one way anymore. It looks like they've maybe double backed. Um, you guys notice um, very, very quickly ahead of you. There's like a pair of glowing eyes that turn around and immediately just like disappear. Oh yeah, are we carrying uh, torches? It's so. I guess dumb. I'll light one of my torches. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't see. Uh, and you come up to another junction. Okay, so there's three paths. One path is leading pretty sharply upwards. Uh, not straight up, but it's an incline. Uh, that's That one's on your far left. There's a far right path that's leading pretty sharply downwards. There's a third path in front of you that's going straight. There is a chip on the floor, kind of in the center of this chamber that looks like maybe it's not real. Um, you guys don't, you notice a, a fresh, very fresh set of paw prints, um, but you also notice a lot of sets of regular footprints. The footprints go down on the right-hand side, the right-hand path. The paw prints go to the left and go up.
I am going to like head up place. the sharp angle. I, I just want you guys to know, I talked some, some crap about all y'all to Steven about how you guys never ever use a ladder or stairs or anything appropriately. <laughs> Why walk on the earth when you have a perfectly good ceiling? I just don't understand. Yeah. So, okay. So you guys head up the left path, which goes pretty sharply upwards. Um, and actually it goes up long enough that you guys feel the pressure change in your ears. Um, and when you come up out, you realize the light that you were seeing was not sunlight. It's actually torchlight. Well, you see the wolf prints running off kind of to your right. Uh, they kind of curve off and huh, dog leg off to your right. This forest is so full of sounds, right? You're able to kind of sift through that. You're able to kind of pinpoint, not, not necessarily panting, but you hear footsteps moving in a... Uh, Car's been on my shoulder this whole time. Hey, Car, go chase after that. I jump down and I start gassing towards it. Oh, make sure to tell him about my dad. Just tell him the clan name. Uh, this this thing is is keeping pace. He's he's gaining, but gaining slowly. Um, what's Car's running speed again? Sixty-five. I'm currently dashing. That is hundred thirty <laughs> movement speed. My my, let's move it slow. One sixty-five divided by six. <laughs> Give him inspiration. <laughs> that image. Uh, that, I just, I just, have you have you met my dad? <laughs> I, want, I want Aaron to have a point of inspiration for that. Picture. I got a screenshot that. <laughs> So you're you're running almost twenty miles an hour. That's <laughs> what you're telling me. <laughs> I'm just back here. Just have you seen this dragon's dad? Excuse me. <laughs> you are you're speeding. You're speeding, Cheeto Bullet. <laughs> okay. Can we take okay. a five minute break? I'll right back. Um, yeah, can we take a break? Yeah. Can we take yeah, a break? Why don't we take a, let's take a water break, please? Krar goes like blazing up to this wolf. What are you sh what are you shouting to try and get the attention of this wolf? Hey, have you met my friend's dad? <laughs> I think that the wolf probably doesn't respond to that. I run up closer and I jump on its head. I scream into its ear. Have you met my friend's dad? <laughs> and the wolf comes to a complete stop. I make a deck saving throw as you are like launched from its head okay so you land on your feet and the wolf says excuse me that's rude have you met my friend's dad what are you talking what who's <clears throat> who's your friend his <laughs> name's kibley his dad sent him to meet someone and we think it's you <laughs> i don't know a kibbles <laughs> i'm sorry i have i have work what do you get okay. out of this forest no i'm going not getting out of this forest i'm under order and, to find someone and at this point kibley's kibley's running up yeah what did you just call me <laughs> he called you As kibbles excuse me it is not and then it at, i'm just kind of like in this dead stop like my arm still as it like just stuck as if i'm running 
It's not Kibbles. <laughs> it's Adrimga, Kibli, Sioru. Oh, Sioru. Oh, of course, of course. And this I assume your Ixis. What are you all doing here? This this place is not safe. We are chasing you. Yes, you told. I was told to meet you there in Scraldabindabob. And we arrived, and it turned out you had gone into the forest and had been missing for a few weeks. So we set out to look for you. Turns out you were in that cave. You saw us looking for you. You ran. We chased. My cat jumped on your head. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, you're right. I, I have to admit... It's been hard to remember some things. Uh, I've been pretty busy the last couple weeks, uh, which is why I wrote out to your father. Um, uh, Brandon, on a meta level, I'm sorry. I'm looking through our notes. I can't find his name, and I don't remember his name. Oh, my dad's? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, here, I was looking through our, our chats, and I, I can't find it. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff is, like, in my backstory, like, specific names and whatnot. Here. Uh, I'll be I'll right. Back. I'll be. Yeah, we'll be right back in a moment. We just. She just got home. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Kibley and Krar go AFK. Uh, they take the T pose, and Ixis goes, <laughs> "What the?" <laughs> um. So this is weird. What's what's up with you guys, Gob? Um. How's how's life been since um, we uh, we planted all those cool traps? Oh my and goodness, and it's been crazy. Basically, <laughs> one thing after another. I'm here, and I, I, to be honest, I don't know why we're searching for you. I'm glad you're doing well. It's good to see you. And we're back. <laughs> How has everything been with you, Ixis? It's been it's been crazy for me as well. Um, I'm sure you know that these this forest is. Insane. Um, listen, Kibli, I, I don't know if you can help me. I just need, I need more bodies. So maybe it's best that you all are here. There's a group here uh, that Raylene actually charged me with finding some time ago. Um, they are tapping into a deep well of magic. Who'd you say the um, group is you're looking for? Well, I, they don't have a name. Oh. They're just there. There's this nameless group of people who everyone's assumed to be dead. Did you find out anything when while you were investigating about the mages? Yes, there's a, there's a group of five of them actually who are down there, not actively working with the beholder, but they have appropriated the, this beholder's lair, uh, and he seems to be allowing them to do that for now. Correct. There's a there's like a it's not a voice. On like on a meta level, I'd say it's akin to pheromones, and it's crying out in anguish. And there's a question that lingers in your mind, and that is uh, asking you why you've sought power over everything else. Gob, um, there is a voice that comes to you in the same way. Um, that is like at first, it's actually a feeling of like uncontrollable grief, and and you have this understanding. And what, what it says is that change will always be inevitable. Ignis, you understand that you your presence here 
is okay, your loyalties are worthwhile, and that you've proven yourself as a soldier. Webby, this feeling that you get comes to you in, in a way that only you'd be able to understand. You know that you aren't alone in this world. This this feeling that you're getting uh, is it's assuring you that while you're not alone um, and it's not fair, unfortunately you have to bear the burden of search. Oh yes, the ritual side, of course. I, I apologize for leading you all out of the forest this way. I just, I know too many of you and I didn't want you to be hurt if that beholder were to come through. Do we know anything about this beholder, Ixus, or have you not encountered it yet? I know that his name is Riven and he's obsessed with uh, gifts. <laughs> He, his his price for allowing these mages to operate in his lair is that they must celebrate what he calls Beholder Day. And wouldn't you know, Beholder Day is every day. <laughs> Mr. Webby makes a note to give him the nickname Seymour Butts. Can he see us right now? Uh, no. And since Beholders have a trillion and a half eyes, it makes sense that it always feels like you're being watched. Twelve eyes. Twelve eyes. No. Nope. Right, like I said, a billion, a billion and a half. Is that not is that not right? And she like looks around. Is that not right, Matt? No. I was I was raised literally by wolves, so if you'll excuse my uh, improper math. So you said you're on your way out of the forest? I've been trying to get out of the forest. Yes, I, I didn't feel like trying to take down a beholder all by myself. Uh, Ignis, Ixus looks at you and she sort of tilts her head and she's like, you look familiar. Do I know you? Uh, maybe? Insight on how cocky <laughs> this monk is. Oh, you have no idea. You guys once heard a tale. During your travels to Elsira, you stopped in a bar. Uh, and you heard this one salty old sailor dude tell a story about this one time <laughs> that he was on a ship. <laughs> Oh, man. When suddenly a cannonball crashed into the back of the ship, and they all freaked out thinking that they were under attack before they realized that the smoke was coming from the bow of one of their escort ships. Uh, and then later word came around um, that it was one of the uh, one of the crewmates of the ship behind them um, had just pulled a string at, uh, on a whim uh, and blew up their ship, essentially. Um, and shortly after that, a sea hag uh, coven invaded and killed, like, 90% of the sailors. Um, and so he, he was still pretty bitter about that. Um, and he was kind of mad because the captain of that ship ended up going pretty easy on the guy who pulled the string. Um, and the way he described it was a, it was a, a an elven, elven man uh, who acted like his, his crap didn't stink. <laughs> and, uh, and the way that he described him, and you're looking at this guy now, and you're like, maybe he could be that guy. But you're still not 100% sure. Do we know where this ritual site is in the cave? Yeah, Ixis, could you take us right there to it? Yeah, I could take you down there. 